Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, brace a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. In an effort to remove Clark Kent and Lois Lane as obstacles in the path of espionage, Nita, mysterious leader of an oriental spy ring called the Society of the Leopard, and herself known as the Leopard Woman, sent Lois a box of poisoned candy in Kent's name. By a queer twist of fate, young Jimmy Olsen was the only one who ate any of the candy. Stricken almost at once, he was rushed to the hospital near death. There, Kent learned nothing could be done for him. The one physician who knew something about the oriental poison in the candy and might be able to help was on the high seas coming from Singapore to the United States in the passenger ship Queen of the Sea. Though his chances of locating the tiny ship and all the vastness of the Pacific were slim, Kent, as Superman, called on his amazing power of flight in a race against death. Meanwhile, aboard the Queen of the Sea, the passengers and crew are facing almost certain destruction at the hands of an enemy submarine showing its periscope off the port bow. At the rail, the captain and his first officer peer into the darkness, waiting. The men are standing by the boat, sir. I seem to have lost the scope, all right. Do you see it? Yes, sir. It's amidships now, 500 yards off. Her conning tower is breaking water. Uh, yes, I see it. She won't fire without warning, will she? There's no telling what those yellow devils will do. I've been half expecting this all along. Now that's come, I'm not too taken aback. You say your men are ready to lower away? Yes, sir. How are the passengers behaving? Quite well. We have them at the starboard station. Captain, look! A torpedo! She's fired! Hold speed is done. Yes, sir. Bear away, Holly. Yes, sir. I think she'll miss us. A little more. Yes, sir. A little more. Yes, sir. Yes, she did. Thank heaven. Uh, it doesn't mean much. We can't outmaneuver them forever. Sooner or later, they're... What's that wind, Holly? I don't know, sir. Something fell under the water. We're being bombed. Get all passengers below decks. Batten all hatches. Move fast, man. I'm afraid I sounded like a bomb diving into the water. Too bad I had to frighten them, but this is the best way to stop those torpedoes before they reach their target. All right, I'm ready if you are. Let them come. Huh. Almost as though they heard me. Here comes a silver fish right at me. I don't have to move an inch. That's what I call service. Far as you go. The end of the line. Now, just tuck you under my left arm and wait for your twin brother. He should be coming along any moment now. Yes, there he is. Over to the left. Now, we can just swim over to meet him. There. About right. 
Come on, keep coming, Sonny Boy, but get ready to stop fast. Almost slipped away from me. Yeah, that was close. Now to return both of you to that sub with my compliments. Up, up, and away! Leaping into the air with a shining torpedo under each arm, Superman circles in strange flight above the enemy submarines. Suddenly, his arms open wide, and the deadly steel cylinders hurtle down through the darkness, striking the conning tower side by side. Like a thing alive, the submarine leaps out of the water, buckles and splits in two as the deafening thunder of its explosion shatters the night. And seconds later, aboard the Queen of the Sea, Superman, half hidden in the shadows of the deckhouse, reaches out and grasps the arm of an elderly gentleman. Dr. Richards? Yes? There isn't much time, Doctor. I've got to talk fast. A young boy is dying in the city hospital at Metropolis. You are the only one who can save him. Every second counts. Are you out of your mind? Metropolis is 5,000 miles from here. Distance means nothing. Just promise me one thing, that you'll never reveal how you got there. Uh, I promise, That's but... all I need. I'm going to carry you in my arms. What? I know it may seem strange at first, but don't worry. Here we go. Up! Up! And away! Dr. Laurel wanted in surgery. Dr. Laurel wanted in surgery. Dr. Laurel wanted in surgery. Richards has been in there with Jimmy for two hours, Kent. I'm getting worried. You sure he's the right man? Positive, Mr. White. Where did you find him? Kingsley said he was on a boat somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Well, uh, uh, Dr. Kingsley was wrong. Dr. Richards had flown back on the clipper. He was right here in Metropolis. I remembered having seen his name in the paper a day or two ago. Kent, sometimes you amaze me. I almost think you have strange powers. Oh, wait. Here comes Dr. Richards now. He looks tired. I'm praying again. You've got a pretty sick little boy there, gentlemen. You mean... Yes. He'll live. Oh. Oh, dear. I don't know how to thank you, Doctor. He'll be on his back for at least a month, and he must be watched carefully. Well, anything you say, Doctor. Day nurses, night nurses, anything. The sky's the limit. Dr. Kingsley is in there now, finishing up. I'll give him all instructions. He just you send your bill to me, Perry White, at the Daily Plant, and make it high. I'll be happy to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'll wash up. Certainly, and thanks again, Dr. Richards. You're quite welcome. And if there's ever anything that you want, just name it, and it's yours. I'll remember that. Good night. Good night. Good night, Good night Doctor. Can't I? I'm shaking like a leaf. Every nerve in my body is quivering. Oh, you've had a long, anxious siege of it. Here, look. Look at my fingers. Like a man of 80. Phew, what a night. Well, it's all over. But now there's something I want to tell you. We can't afford to let that poison candy incident stop where it did. We've got to follow through. Whoever sent that box probably figured it would get Lois, you, and myself. Not to mention a dozen others on the staff. Now, that means we'll have to play the game their way. Well, what are you driving at? We've got to let them believe the poison candy worked. I'll tell you how we'll do that on the way back to the office. Come on. The following morning, in the secret meeting room of the Society of the Leopard, Max Heller and the mysterious leader of the Oriental spy ring, known to her cohort as Lita, the Leopard Woman, scan the papers. Well, there's no doubt about it now. Neither her Kent nor Fallen Lane will bother us again. Your candidate detector has nothing else good. It is written here that seven died. Who are the others? That's Kent's paper, the Daily Planet. 
Your delectable confections evidently appeal to five other reporters. You see how simple it is, my friend. No blood, no excitement. Swiftly and surely with the quiet cunning of the leopard. And if there are more who obstruct our path, they too will go. But enough of this. There is work to be done. This airship of yours, that with the folding wings, it is well hidden, you say. In an underground hangar not far from the city. Yes, I remember. It will be difficult to remove and of little use to us. But we must see that it does not fall into enemy hands. Tonight, after dark, you will go there and destroy it. I will accompany you. Well, must it be destroyed? It's the only plane of its kind in this country. All the more reason for destruction. By this time, you should know that one of the rules of war is to destroy that which you cannot possess. I suppose you're right. Incidentally, I marvel, Nita, at how much you know. at how widespread are your activities. And the leopard stalks far and wide, my friend. From one ocean to the other, there are faithful servants. The twelve you saw meeting in this room were but the leaders. There are many more, like grains of rice pouring out of a bag... When the time comes, they will strike them all aside. When is the time? Very soon. Already the underwater ships of the country I serve are gathering off the shore. When the signal is given, the claws of the leopard will tear from within while the mighty guns thunder from without. There can be no failure. And what if you are caught? The machinery has been well set up. It requires only... Someone to press the button to set it in motion. If I am unable to, that privilege will be yours. I will send for the plans and show you exactly what is to be done. Later that afternoon, at the offices of the Daily Planet, Kent and Perry White are discussing the box of poison candy when the phone rings. Perry White's office. Uh, just a minute. Uh, for you, Kent. Oh. Major Campbell. Thanks. Hello, Major. Quite well, thank you. Yes? I see. Oh, there's no question about it in my mind. Uh, just let me jot that down, will you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I've got it. Yes, I will. Uh-huh. Okay, goodbye. Well, Campbell has some interesting information. That box of candy was made in Japan, and whoever sent it evidently has a supply on hand. Campbell says the espionage department knows of no organized oriental spying in America. They've been checking on reports that a woman runs an organization known as the Leopard Society, but they haven't been able to locate it. Mm, that doesn't tell us who sent the candy. No, it might give us the lead. I'm certain Heller is mixed up in that attempted poisoning. You're still convinced he's alive? Absolutely. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. A woman claimed Heller's body at the morgue. And Campbell said a woman runs the Leopard Society. I wonder whether it's the same woman. Hmm, that's like asking how high is up. No, no, not quite. I'm going to take a run up to that factory where we rounded up Heller's gang. I may dig something up. Hold on, hold on. Now, you're supposed to be dead. Poison. You can't go traipsing around. Well, I'll leave after dark. Personally, I think you're wasting time. Hmm? You can't tell. I may run into something interesting. Little does Clark Kent know that he may run into something slightly more than interesting. Max Heller and two of the Leopard Woman's Oriental henchmen will be at the factory after dark. Something is bound to happen when Clark Kent meets them. To the outside world, both men are supposed to be dead. Will there be a meeting of living ghosts? Don't miss the next thrilling episode. Tune in and listen. We're the Superman. Don't forget. Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look! 
up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs> 